What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Tech Perspective here on Gadget Reason Radio. My name is Sean Alfonito, and I'm your host. And I wanted to talk a little bit today about my first week with the Xbox One X and specifically why I think the Xbox One X is so much more important than I think a lot of people realize. One of the things that I've always fully believed in is that you can get a really great gaming experience um, if you're if you're not necessarily using the latest greatest hardware. And this was always something that I I kind of preached to people, especially when talking about building a gaming PC and and for those people that were coming from uh, playing traditionally on a console. So, you know, back when the PS3 and the uh, the Xbox 360 were really popular, I would tell everybody that, you know, you could build a relatively inexpensive gaming rig that could easily beat the graphics that you could get on either of those consoles. And and uh, you could do it with you know relatively older and, and slightly outdated hardware. And that's just because of the fact that there's so much more scaling options that you have available on the PC version of a game. And so, you know, everything from tweaking graphical settings to resolutions and overclocking and all kinds of other things. So um, with the Xbox One X, you know, obviously the, the push for 4K and the focus on the fact that it can do 4K is definitely what's getting a lot of the attention. And a lot of the detractors or a lot of the haters, um, especially those coming from you know the PC side, will argue that you know the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro both don't really get 4K in many cases. And a lot of times they're doing checkerboarding, dynamic resolution, um, a lot of other things. And that in many cases they're they're running probably something similar to 1440p. And to that I say who gives a crap? <laughs> I say that if you've ever played a 1440p game on PC and played it on either your, your PC monitors from sitting just a few feet away to maybe hooking up your, your gaming rig to a TV um, in your living room and you're sitting you know 10 to 15 feet away. 1440p, especially when it's being upscaled to 4K on a 4K display, looks absolutely incredible. And at the end of the day, if if there's some dynamic scaling resolutions going on, if there's some checkerboarding going on to achieve 4K, or if it's just flat out 1440p and it's being upscaled to to 4K, um, you know who cares? It looks fantastic. My first week with the Xbox One X um, and comparing it to you know the same game title running on my on my gaming rig in various resolutions i can tell you that the experience is incredible now there's one thing that you can't deny and that is the fact that in many cases uh there's going to be games running on the xbox one x and the ps4 pro to be fair that both will run at 30 frames per second 30 frames per second has kind of been the sort of standard on consoles for quite a while um, there are some titles on the One X that do target 60 frames per second, and I would say that the difference is definitely noticeable. But the difference in 60 and 30 frames per second on on a console when you're playing with a controller is not nearly as bad as it is on a PC. On a PC, I definitely prefer to be getting as close to 60 frames per second as as possible because it just creates a much smoother experience, and and especially in games that require fast switch aiming and things like that, or a racing game, for example, you know, 60 frames per second is, is pretty important. Now, the the main gist of, of this, this topic today, though, is the fact that the I have currently a, a gaming rig that's kind of getting a little bit long in the tooth. It's, it's definitely due 
for uh, some upgrades. I'm running a GTX 970 that's got a custom overclock. I'm running a Core i5, slightly older Core i5, uh, that's also pretty heavily overclocked, uh, and some liquid cooling to keep things running cool so I can get maximum overclocks without without sort of toasting everything up. And uh, you know, and I typically run games mostly at 1440p. I basically built this rig to to achieve 1440p because at the time I was building it to basically get better graphical and performance results than what I was gonna get on the Xbox One and the PS4 when it first came out. So as long as I could get better than that, um, I was pretty happy. So I wasn't really trying to you know build a full-blown 4K maxed out ultra settings gaming rig. I just wanted something that would get better graphical settings than what your equivalent uh, console game at the time would get and being able to run it at a, at a slightly higher resolution. Now, what I can tell you is, is that running these games at 1440p and then upscaling them to my 4K television or just running them natively on my 1440p 27 inch monitor, things look absolutely gorgeous. They run smooth. I can get 60 frames per second pretty consistently in just about every game. And I'm perfectly happy with that as a result. And I think for a lot of people out there that are specifically coming from a cons another console, if you're coming from a PS4 or a PS4 Pro, or maybe you haven't even made the jump yet to this current generation and you're still using an Xbox 360 or a PS3, I don't know how many people out there are still on that, but um, you're gonna get a, you're gonna see a huge graphical improvement, a huge performance boost, and, and you're gonna be extremely happy with what you get out of an Xbox One X. Um, the Xbox One X just is it to me. It's it's a marvel that they were able to get the kind of performance that they do in such a small and quiet package. Uh, the biggest the biggest thing that I've noticed about the Xbox One X is that, especially when comparing it to my PS4 Pro, it is incredibly quiet. I I honestly can say that I very rarely even notice that it's on, and that's even when playing. A game like Halo 5, which is running at native 4K 60 frames, um, playing games like Gears of War 4, it, it just is whisper quiet. And the fact that they're able to get this tiny little box to run anywhere near 4K, I mean, just forget about the fact for a second that it might not be pure, true, full fat 4K. Maybe it's 1440, maybe it's it's dynamically resolutioned to get to 4K, maybe it's checkerboarded, who cares? The fact is that they're able to get anywhere near that uh, graphical fidelity with the graphical quality settings that are in these games and get it into that small little box, a uh, nice neat little package and incredibly quiet is really truly amazing. Um, in contrast, my PS4 Pro, is incredibly loud when it's in the heat of a heavy duty game, like let's say, I don't know, um, Uncharted or something that's pretty graphically intensive. You know, and I, the way my living room is set up is I have my home entertainment set, set up is on the side of my couch. So it's, it's actually relatively close to where I sit. And then I have just one outputted HDMI cable coming from my receiver that's uh, you know buried underneath the carpet and goes to my 70 inch TV that's hanging on my wall. And so I wanted to kind of go for a nice clean presentation where there was nothing under the television. And so because of that, all of my receiver equipment, my, my uh, consoles, everything is right near my couch, which makes it much easier obviously to hear when they get loud. And I can tell you that the, the PS4 is, is very, very audibly noticeable and the Xbox One X is definitely not. So. Uh, Microsoft has done an incredible job at getting all that power into this great little package. 
And you know, we can we can haggle over the the slight variations in all the different things that happen to make a game get to a 4K resolution in some way, shape, or form on the Xbox One X. And we can argue about how the PC is still the master, uh, you know, the master gaming race. It's it's still the best way to go if you want to get 60 frames per second or higher. If you want to get the best graphical settings. But at the end of the day. Um, for a lot of people out there that are not willing to spend, you know, $3,000 every two years to to rebuild a gaming rig and max it out, you know, uh, you're probably not going to be, you're not going to be at that level anyway, even if you had a gaming rig. And so you're probably going to be looking at something much closer to, to what the Xbox One X can give you anyway. Now, I don't know if there'll ever be a time where I could honestly say that I would make the full switch to just gaming on a console. I love having a gaming rig. I love playing certain games with a mouse and keyboard. I love the flexibility of being able to decide whether I want to uh, shoot for just uh, maybe 1080p and try to max out the graphical settings and the uh, the frame rates, or if I want to try and meet in the middle and sort of downscale certain things that I know I won't really notice, like maybe shadows or maybe uh, depth of field, for example, or some of the uh, anti-aliasing options. And I love that flexibility. And and part for me, part of the fun has always been tinkering and tweaking all the settings to try and see what you can get out of the hardware you have. And and that's just kind of part of the fun of being a PC gamer, in my opinion. And so I don't know that I'll ever drop a PC gaming uh, system or or have a nice PC build to go completely console, but I love all of the options of being able to have something like a Nintendo Switch that is far less powerful than every other system I own, but it offers me the flexibility of being able to do fast little bite-sized gaming sessions uh, all throughout the day when I have a few minutes to spare. Um, I love having the flexibility of sitting in front of my couch on a Saturday night and playing for four hours on my PS4 Pro or my Xbox One X from the comfort of my couch and my nice big 70-inch HDR 4K television. And I also just as much enjoy sitting at my desk up close and personal to my 27-inch 1440p monitor and playing with a, a keyboard and a mouse, uh, a game like uh, you know Titanfall or you know Call of Duty or whatever it might be. And so. For me personally, I, I think that the whole argument about what is better when it comes to all these different options for playing games is really silly. I think they all have their place, and I think that instead of trying to tear down the Xbox One X and and uh, you know really strip it down to bare bones, what it's doing behind the scenes to to get to the 4K, the claims of 4K that that Microsoft markets the Xbox One X at, um, I think we just just sit back and appreciate it for what it is, and it's it's. A modern marvel to be able to get that kind of performance and that kind of graphical experience at 4k in any way shape or form out of such a small box that's so quiet uh, and so easy to just pick up and play is is pretty amazing so if you're someone who's been considering getting an xbox one x and you've been on the fence by a lot of the different things you're reading um, i can tell you that uh, up to this point i've tested the xbox one x out with five different games that I also have on PC and I've done some some comparisons. I've also compared the Xbox One X versions of several games to my PS4 Pro uh, and to my previous Xbox One S. And I can tell you that the Xbox One X is hands down the most powerful console that I have sitting in my living room. It offers overall the best experience and as of right now i will probably be playing all multi-platform titles uh, that i'm not going to play on my pc at least on my xbox one x so if i had the choice of getting any game that's available for both the ps4 pro 
or there's an Xbox One X enhanced version, I will probably get the Xbox One X enhanced version every single time. So that's my thoughts on the Xbox One X. I just wanted to give you guys my perspective on that. And uh, if you guys have any specific questions about the Xbox One X or any of the other consoles, the PS4 Pro, the Nintendo Switch, or any questions about the type of PC hardware that I'm running to get solid 1440p gaming, leave me a comment or a call in if you're listening via the Anchor app. Um, if you're not, I suggest that you download the Anchor app and listen to Gadget Reason Radio on Anchor. But if you are listening via the podcast, then just go ahead and hunt me down on social media. You can find me at Gadget Reason on Twitter and Instagram, and you can ask your questions there if you have any about any of the stuff that we talked about in this segment. So thanks for listening. I appreciate everybody out there who continues to favorite the station and everybody out there who subscribes via the podcast and continues to listen via uh, all of your different favorite podcasting platforms. I appreciate all of you guys. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you guys later.